Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, we are back, and we are back with a Masters hangover, Rob. How are we doing? Good of yourself. Good, man. Kind of sad, to be honest. But it is sad. I mean, it's very sad. Yeah, it's uh, it's especially sad when I delete the app from the phone. I usually yeah. delete it day two, just after the Masters, and it's a, it's a sad, sad time. I See, I wouldn't take you for that guy. I would figure, since you love looking at it so much, uh, that you would look at it throughout the year. But to your point, I always delete it. And then actually on my iPad, I find it weird. So I use my, my iPad for golf, right? Right. And it wouldn't let me update the new version because the iPad's old. Oh, okay. Yeah. On, on Sunday, it was playing, obviously, this year's Masters. But sure. it had last year's leaderboard on it. So DJ, if you went to the leaderboard, DJ was still leading the Masters or winning the Masters. It was just weird. From two years ago? Yeah. Or, yeah, from two years ago. Because it was the 2020. Yeah. Year. Yeah. <laughs> that had to be mind, a mind fuck. Well, we just made it full screen. and It was just playing on the TV, so we never saw it sure. anyways. But, yeah. Um, sad times. But, you know, the Masters is, is always great. Uh, I, I feel like it wasn't a, a spectacular Masters. I felt like it was obviously very good. But it was uh, a bit anticlimactic. Um, especially, yeah, he, think, he had it. Yeah, I think after day after day three, Scotty kind of had it locked up. But when Cam came out, birdie birdie Sunday, I'm like, here we go. And I thought we were going to see fireworks, and I was locked in, and we just didn't really get we didn't really get much of that. Um, credit to Scotty, though. I mean kind of coasted along and uh, yeah it was um i mean those drives on the first what three holes for scotty were i thought were in big trouble like you said with the uh cam with the first two birdies but then that chip in on three i was downstairs and i jumped up and yelled and katie came running down like what what's wrong what happened you know type deal when, thing that's when everything turned for him yeah yeah even even after saturday um speaking of our cgt kickoff so right even Saturday on 18, when he <clears throat> when he caught the shit and was rattling mm -hmm. and was on the 18th hole for like 30 minutes, I'm like, he's going to go into day two or day four rattled. And he was rattled. Um, and even afterwards, it was pretty cool to hear him say, just because like how well he carries himself for a 25-year-old, although he looks 45. Uh, he, did you hear what he said he basically said like he woke up and yeah started crying because he, yeah. he was like i wasn't sure if i was ready for this moment 
Sure. It's crazy to think about that. That was what was going through his mind in the morning, you know, on the morning of the masters Sunday. Right. So for him to think that come out kind of shit the bet early and then, you know, whatever he did, you know, whether that was just the chip or, you know, he got with Ted Scott and kind of got, you know, his mind, right. Whatever. But for him to overcome that and kind of just ride it out, and, you know, put on the green jacket was pretty cool. Yeah. His uh, short game was on point, but like, I mean, I, what was it? 11 where Cam made the birdie too. I was just like, Oh crap. Okay. Maybe, maybe something's going to happen now. And then he, you know, dunked it in the water on 12 and then you're like, it's pretty much over, but I did enjoy uh, seeing Rory's round though. I mean, I know he didn't, you know, hit a solo what second and there was really no chance, but that was pretty cool to watch. No, a bogey free Sunday for him. So to your point, I don't think Cam sniffed a fairway after the 11th hole. Oh, I think he was, he was so probably mad at himself and knew it was done, you know? Yeah. 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 He was, he was snap hooking everything. Uh, Rory's round was awesome. Classic Rory finish where Rory finishes with a 64 and has zero shot. Um, but to your point, it was awesome to see him play well. And, you know, Morikawa, uh, yeah. both of their chippings were pretty cool to see even them both celebrating, you know, one another's chip. Uh, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was great sportsmanship and, you know, the crowd was into it. I, I liked when uh, Colin did the little air thing to get the crowd going a little bit more, but yeah, yeah, I mean, solo second for him. And then, um, I don't know, I was just, you know, I got a kick out of, and I think we were sitting together on Saturday at the bar too, at the golf course, but the whole like vest, Scotty's vest on Saturday. I love Twitter, Twitter golf talking about like, what's the over under how many times you put it on. And I just didn't understand. I kept on joking when we got home. I told Katie, I'm like, he's not even zippering the vest. There's no point of the vest. No, keep his, so, his shoulders warm, I guess. I don't, whatever. But yeah. I mean, he's the one going home with the green jacket. So I think so to his point though, I, it, it maybe this is the reason why. So I'm kind of the same way. I don't like swinging with anything on. Like if I'm restricted, I I have no problem with the the on and off vest. Maybe he just feels like he's like restricted with it on and then just takes it off and then puts it on, you know, uh, when he's not playing. Yeah. I think it was a mental thing though. You know, once he started doing it, you know, he didn't yeah. want to. Uh, so. Yeah. But no, I mean the, the master's, Although it didn't have the, the fireworks of the last couple of years, it was still obviously a, a great tournament. I think day one was was awesome. Uh, the course is playing super tough, especially the weekend, uh, especially Friday. Saw some low scores Thursday. Um, but overall, I mean, look how many guys missed the cut, you know. Exactly, the, yeah. You know, the, the place was just playing super hard for, for whatever. Well, the win, I think, was the biggest factor. Uh, it just seems like guys were, you know, Tiger on what was that 12? He threw it like 30 feet up on top of the hill and it rolled back down into the wood chips. It actually rolled back down into the sand. Mm-hmm. That thing was 25 yards past. Uh, yeah, quite a few guys did that. Yeah, people were missing kind of their, their distance uh, all weekend. So I, I definitely think the win, well, even Kiz said that place was playing super hard because of the wind, you know, the ball felt like it was, you know, concrete. Um, so it was definitely the wind, but it was just, it was kind of surprising to see how, how tough it was really playing and 
getting to some of these guys. Yeah, it was it was that, and it was fun watching you know the guys that had the good short game, right? Because you knew some of these guys were, or most of it, were going to be short of the green or whatnot, and just to see the ups and downs, like Shane Lowry's short game was awesome to watch. Yeah. So, How about Tiger? Yeah, you know what? That was awesome. That was really cool to see. I I made sure I watched the eighteen on Sunday, watching him walk up, but he looked like he was in pain, man. He just looked miserable. But it was really cool to see the crowd into it, see like the appreciation, all that stuff. It was it was um, you know, again, not a big Tiger fan, but that did that was like I said, awesome to see. I, I did enjoy that, and it was good for the game of golf. And you know, I hope. I think today, what they put on Twitter, him and Phil, they both registered for the U.S. Open. So that was cool to see. Yeah, yeah. He had a, a pretty noticeable limp after or during the end of round one, which his first round was awesome. I mean. Yeah, it would be one under. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, he's back. Um, struggled over the weekend. You know, obviously off the tee, he's never been a great driver. Uh, but he was missing a ton of, like, four or five footers that he doesn't normally miss. Mm -hmm. So I think the, the putter's a little rusty, but yeah, I'm just, so I'm happy with, you know, last episode I mentioned, if he wasn't playing well, I feared that he might withdraw and kind of just blame it on the, the injury. I'm, I'm super, super happy that he didn't do that. And he was very transparent. It was just like, mm -hmm. like yeah, he's like, I'm in a ton of pain, but you know, uh, I'm here to play and, I love that. So I love that he finished strong and kind of didn't put really any emphasis on the injury. Right. Just said, you know, I'll be back. So that was cool. I, like I said, I was, I was hoping it wasn't going to, you know, go the other way where he was kind of going to, you know, powder blame it on the, the yeah. injury. And well, then it's like, well, why did you come back? So right. No, it was like his post round interviews and stuff like that. Seeing him smile and happy about you know being out there and playing, but also talking about the ice baths and stuff like that and all the yeah. stuff he has to go through was kind of crazy. Sweet. I did think it was funny though on golf Twitter. Like if you notice, like even though Tiger didn't win, he did win because you know Scotty wore his spikes. Scotty played his irons. Uh -huh. It was like it was it was funny to see that. That was awesome. I didn't uh, I didn't know that Scotty was such a, a TW fan. Um, yeah, I mean, like Fleetwood plays his irons too. I think. Yeah, you know, it's that was super cool to see. But uh, speaking of pouting, did you see what Billy Ho had to say about Terrell Hatton? No, I didn't. Basically, like he's a fucking head case, and that playing with a guy like that is like tough sometimes. In so many words, this is what he said. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's one to talk right there. Yeah, calling the kettle black. Oh know? man. I mean, I almost fell over laughing. I'm like, is is anybody ever not told this to Billy Ho that I texted you what Saturday? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Friday because the whole I I rolled my eyes as soon as I saw that he was going to be on featured. He's part of the featured groups because I literally can't stand and watch them tee off, and I can't stand watching them putt. Like the whole routine leading up to it, I would literally have to walk off the course. I couldn't play with that. Yeah, he's he he's up there. He might have moved into my number one slot recently, but he's he, and the, the whole putter throw up in the air like a baton. I mean, I know right I mean, Andy and Brendan talk about that, but it's like he over exaggerated that. I think on Friday, I can't remember what hole it was. It was a three or four that I mean, 
just throwing it up in the air is just stupid. Yeah, he's like I said before, I he just he pisses me off. But um, speaking of Saturday, we had ourselves a little day. The CGT kickoff um, scramble. Yep. Played at Silver Lakes. We had a, a great time. Uh, it was freezing out. We had an hour and a half frost delay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we had a great time. Uh, yeah. It was, it was awesome to see guys out there from all the tours. It was um, cool, cool to see some friendly faces that we saw at championships last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. It was cold. Um, when the sun was out, it wasn't too bad, but I, I don't think I've played a course that wet in a long time. Yeah. The last six holes were awesome. It was nice and warm out. Uh, we even talked about playing more, but obviously we couldn't. Right. Um, yeah, it was cold and it was wet for sure. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was great to see everybody. Um, you know, everybody's excited to get the, the season rolling. Um, winners finished at 11 under. Yep. We had another team at 10. I think we, what, finished at six. Yeah, I had a few sevens, I think, too. Yeah, we uh, the boys didn't play too too good. Um, the boys didn't play too good. No, we had, we had you know had some uh, hints of uh, good golf shots that got me excited for the uh, yeah summer. It's yeah. definitely uh, the boys need to hit the range for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the boys were rusty, um, but like I said, we had a great time. Uh, Silver Lakes is a good spot for a scramble. Uh, it was nice to post up in the bar afterwards and yeah. hang out with everybody and, and watch the masters slash baseball. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good kickoff. Definitely going to look into a mid season scramble when it's a little bit nicer out. Right. More, uh, some more people out there, but mm-hmm. um, nevertheless, you know, good time. And uh, that's going to roll us right into the Saturday round. Well, here, I wanted to step back for a minute. I keep on meaning to ask, how did the bets turn out for the Masters? Not good. Not good. Not I, I mean, I know you had a little uh, action on uh, Charles. Charles? Yeah. So <laughs> I cashed out Charles on Sunday for 2186 Did you really? Yeah. I mean, he had no shot of winning. Well, but how much did you put $10 on it? Yeah, he was plus 50000 So after, right. after he dunked that. Um, that shot on Saturday, um, to get up to what six or seven, and he was only like three back of Scotty. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh boy, we got a shot. And then he, you know, he doubled like right. three of the next six, whatever. Um, went to sleep, cash out was at like 183. I said, All right, I'll let it ride. And then in the morning, I'm gonna have zero chance, I might as well just take my money. So, right, um, no, everybody else. Um, the Paul Casey withdrawal was disappointing to see. Yes. Um, everybody else I had not even close. I did. Well, the first two days, I loved the, uh, the Neiman call. Mm-hmm. He came out hot and I oh, thought yeah. he was going to be around. He fell off. Um, Tiger fell off. Yeah. I didn't have anybody really. And then in the, in the pool, um, that I'm in. I think my I think my best team was like plus fourteen, and the the winner was at minus eighteen. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, awesome. not not a great not a great uh, betting masters for for myself. How about you? Uh, I pretty much in all the pools came in dead last. I think the one I was like plus thirty seven, <laughs> and the winner, like you said, was like minus fourteen. Um, you know, it was uh, I, I was mad at myself because on. Thursday, 
I got a call from uh, our office in Las Vegas for a project and I was working on that and the guys are awesome. And I'm like, you know, joking around, like, man, you're cutting into my master's time. And they started laughing like, Oh crap, it's the masters. I go, yeah, it's the masters. He's like, Oh, I got to put in some bets. And it's like, who do you, who do you like? And I'm like, well, you know, Scotty's number one right now. You know, he's pretty hot. I know it's the masters. He finished pretty good last year. He's like, well, I got a free bet. I might as well. And he put the money on Scotty. And then I got the email Monday morning from him, you know, a thank you email from him. So that was funny. But yeah, I was more mad at myself for not following my own advice, right? Yeah. I mean, dude, it's it's highly unlikely that I ever take a favorite ever. Yeah. Right. Just it's so hard to win out there. Um the odds are just not not no. No. I like dogs and I like, you know, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Um but yeah, this Saturday route, the Southside Tour kicks off. At- Starts, man. The season is back. The season is back. This Saturday, Southside Tour kicks off at the Sanctuary. And then you have the North and the West kicking off the following week. Um, but more importantly, we're going to dive in. We went over Sanctuary a little bit when we were going over the schedules. But yeah. we're kind of just going to give a brief rundown. We're going to do the same thing next week with the North and the uh, the North and the West. Yep. This is going to be pretty standard throughout the year where we're going to give you guys a little insider. Um, You know, we're not going to go over every hole. We're kind of going to give you the, the OB holes, the trouble holes, uh, you know, kind of things to look out for maybe uh, just a, a quick little uh, overview, so to speak, Mm -hmm. maybe jot some notes. Um, But yeah, the sanctuary. Um, Let's go over. So the trouble holes four out of the first five holes, you have OB left and it's, it's pretty far left on some holes on yeah. holes. It's not, um, there's some high fescue right away. So OB left and then sanctuary gets real interesting. Remember I was telling you about the rooster hole. Yes. Yeah. So that's number five, which is a par five. And that's when sanctuary gets in my opinion, pretty tough. So number five's a dog leg left. It's a par five. It gets really tight. Target golf. Um, for yeah. Sure. It gets really tight, you know, from your approach in, if you're close enough, it gets, you know, it's pretty wooded. And then that course starts to kind of show, you know, a little bit of toughness in terms of placement and target golf. Um, so essentially five through nine until you're in, you know, on the first half is where that course kind of, you know, you need to pay a little bit of attention to. Um, but on the front, so number three, the par four, it's a short par four, there's water, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then number five, the rooster hole or the chicken hole, whatever that is. And then majority of all the trouble on that course is on the back. So number 10, it's a short, this hole gets me every time. It's a short par four. There's water right, short water right. left. Yeah, short right, some tall fat. It's probably not going to be tall. It's probably still dead now. But for whatever reason, that short little par four on 10 always gets me. Um, and it's a weird, it's a weird green. I feel like it's a tough green. Um, then he jumped to number 12, another par five. Um, yeah, it's a long one. Yeah. So, you'll start to realize that most of the trouble holes or the, or the tougher holes on sanctuary are essentially all of their par fives. 
because they either got water left or water right. <laughs> right. Um, and 13's another par four. 14's another par four. That 14 is pretty tight, too, if I remember right. You got the woods on the left. and Yep, yep. And that's that's where you get into that back little corner. Um, so 14's a par four. Number 16's a par four. You got, you know, again, water right. Um, 17's the monster par five. Where you yeah, that's one of, that's a yep. toughie. Right. And then even 18 could be, um tough if you if you go left but yeah i mean in general the the course is pretty straightforward you know there's not a whole lot of gimmicks to it you know besides a, a couple strategic you know holes where you got to play target golf like number five you know pick your spot um you can get in some serious trouble there during the summer with yeah, I was just gonna say I think you're you're spot on with the whole you know grass and the the, the tall stuff not being there yet but mm-hmm. you know I think if you I mean it's easier said than done but you know it's a, if you play the right shot you know don't try to I think a lot of those par fives are going to be three shots anyways you know right so it's like you play the smart golf and aim for the center of the green I think you'll it'll be fine yeah and so for the for the first event of the year it's it's a good, it's a good test. Um, like I said, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's, it's not super tough by any means. There's some greens that are a little tricky, but other than that, sanctuary is pretty straightforward. I think we're playing it at what? 6,300, like 6,342. Yeah. The blues. Yep. Yeah. So the blues are 6,342. Um, like I said, it's, it's pretty short. There's a lot of short par fours, but they're they're strategic um you know with either water right or ob left obviously at you know sanctuary especially like i said four out of four out of the first five holes there's ob left that fescue left is is ob and as you recall we're playing tournament rules so lost ball you know stroke and distance you got to re you can't find your ball you go ob re so knowing where the OB is, is huge. Um, sanctuary is pretty easy. So like I said, once you get past five, six, seven, eight, nine are all interior. So there is no OB. Um, and then the back is very similar to the front where you have the exterior of the course on essentially your right side. Well, for the first like four holes, it's on your left and then it goes to your right, but it's all very evident. Um, and then obviously a lot of water and then fescue. So just keep that in mind. Um, sporty little track, but again, for the first event, it's a good little tester. Um, it's gettable. Like I said, it's short. So if you're long enough, you should be able to get around there fairly, you know, I I don't ever want to say easily, but, um, you can get away with a lot of stuff if you carry it. So, yeah, what's the uh, even look what the weather's supposed to be? We're gonna have a little bit of wind because it's that's a little bit that track is a little bit tougher with the wind because it's so wide open. Yeah, so I'm playing Saturday, it's gonna be another brute cold. We'll probably get um, delayed, I would assume. Yeah, I'm supposed to be a high of 46. We're teeing off at like 10 a.m., so hopefully the frost delays up by then, but um i haven't seen wind but you're right 
if it is windy there, that place does play um, a little tough until you get into that back corner where you're kind of blocked out. But right. um, yeah, overall, it's going to be a nice little test. I think guys are going to enjoy the track who have never played it. It's definitely worth playing. Um, so that that is the sanctuary, and that is the event one for the Southside Tour this Saturday. Season is starting. Season is starting, boys. Um, but that that brings us right into the book it with T uh, RBC heritage picks, Rob. Okay. Do you have a favorite for the RBC? I do not. I do enjoy this, this tournament though. I do a lot as well. Um, I just think it has a good classic golf feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It'd be a bit, it's definitely a, a course I'd like to go visit for a trip. Uh-huh. I mean, what is it, South Carolina? Uh, I think so. Yeah, South Carolina is is good stuff. Um, the weather always looks insane. Like the RBC, for whatever reason, well, not for whatever reason, but the sand's always like super powdery white at the RBC. Um, probably because it's on the East Coast and, and near the ocean. But um, who do you like? Who's your favorite? I, you know what? I was still on a master's high. I didn't really think about it. I was shocked to see Spieth playing in it. I mean, I think he's got to bounce back, obviously, after last weekend, which is just terrible. Um, now that you bring it up, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about Spieth. <clears throat> you said he was back. I did not believe you that you said he was back. Um, he, in fact, was not back. He was what, not back. What is going on with that guy's pre-shot routine? Yeah, pre-shot is like, I it's it's kind of cringeworthy, man. I mean, he's like one. He is my favorite player, but it's, man, I don't get it because it's just as bad as like I think um, was Zach Johnson when you sit there and you think he's actually hitting the ball, but he's not hitting the ball. The practice swing, I feel like that's it's getting to that level where it almost looks like he's about to hit it, then he stops. I feel like it's got to. That mess more with my head than be a good pre-shot routine, right? You know, I don't know. But yeah, that's that was very disappointing, especially that to see that 12 got him again. I mean, come on. Right. Like, what the heck? 12, 12 owns speed. 12 is in his kitchen yeah. all day. Yeah. All day. It was just like, and then the double bogey on 18. Yeah. Like, you know. The name of the game of the one pool I'm in is you want everybody to make the cut, obviously, right? The guys that missed the cut get last place plus one stroke, and that's when you get screwed. And just to sit there and say, you know, I thought he was a given at least to make the cut, even after the first round and, you know, hopefully bouncing back in the middle of the second round. But, man, it's just like that is a terrible pre-shot routine. Yeah. Very, very. I would be shocked if he came out and won the RBC. Um, well, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to, um, no, um, I mean, who knows to be honest, but I'll tell you who doesn't think he's going to win the RBC T that's, and that's T what the hell T so T's T's picks for the RBC is long shot is Grillo two fifty to one. It's a big long shot. Uh, Stallings one eighty to one, another big long shot. Those would be nice to hit. And mm -hmm. then we got HV three Harold 65 to one. And then we got him, forty to one, and his, yeah, his favorite, 
to win the RBC is Morikawa, 13 to 1. He did show some promise, obviously, on Sunday's round. Yeah. I mean, HV3 was awesome too at the Masters. Yeah. His 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 uh interviews were just awesome. Like he is like no bullshit, straight to the point, doesn't care about anybody else, just what you know. Especially for his first masters playing in those kind right. of conditions, he right. definitely held his own. Yeah. So that was very cool to see. Um, I do like the more cow pick. Um, I'm surprised. So I was sitting here on Saturday and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, why didn't I? So just how Augusta was playing pretty, pretty soft. Um, I was surprised at myself that I didn't take more at least, you know, day one, if not day two, but he obviously didn't, um, you know, come around until Sunday, but yeah, I like his chances this week. Did, uh, did our boys report back, report back to you from being at the masters, by the way? Yeah. The boys didn't have a great time. Yeah. They waited two years because of COVID to go. And then they got washed out on the Tuesday, you know, practice round. Oh, Um, they did. They at least get to buy gear. Did they get in the merch tent? They did, but they were in there. Johnny said they were in there for like 10 minutes. He said oh. they, did, they waited like an hour and then they kind of got rushed through it. Did um, he secure your flag? He did not. Oh, no. Yeah. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to put that uh, on the back burner until next year. But he did, as always, when he comes over, he's always bringing something. Uh, he brought some hats from the PGA championship. And then he also brought some Ryder cup hats. Uh, and then I have an update for you. That flag that Phil signed is okay. from the PGA championship. Last year's 21. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. So that was confirmed. Um, yeah. He's always bringing presents over. Um, but yeah, he, he was a bit disappointed in the trip and I wasn't going to bring it up, you know? <laughs> right. So, right. Um, but yeah, I, I think they had a good time together. They said the house was nice to stayed in, but you know, they kind of got the, the shaft again. Although I've heard that they don't do like a refund policy for the masters. If you get washed out, you get washed out, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the case. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he told me that they're going to be able to, you know, they're extending some kind of, you know, continuation into next year. Oh, cool. So, that's real. Yeah. At least that, uh, because that's like Wednesday too, with uh, rain out for the part three. Like you gotta feel bad for those people too, right? So hopefully they get that uh, next year again. Hopefully I'm on that flight. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> we, could, we could be doing this from Augusta, so that would be something. But that brings us into the top three round. Top three. Are you, Are you ready? ready? Are you ready? Hit All me. right, let's. Uh, Let's stick with the theme. You know, I'm excited that it's the first week. We got event one. Guys are going to be out there. Just let's go with uh, what are your three favorite holes from Sanctuary? Three favorite holes from Sanctuary. Um, I'd probably say number five, the Rooster Hall. Like the Rooster Hall. Um, Again, it's tough, but the green's also very tough. It's tough to hold. 
front to back. Anyways, yeah, number five, I would say. And then I would say number is that 14 short par four in the back wooded Fuck. yeah uh what my <laughs> keep on going <laughs> and then we're gonna be really disappointed with this top three. <laughs> oh boy and then i'm actually gonna switch it up because i skipped one i'm gonna say number three the short par four on the front yeah Cool little hole. Um, kind of got a literally you got like a 50 yard fairway and then you got water and OB. So and then it's a cool shot to the uh into the green. So yeah, three, five, and fourteen. There you go. Okay. What are yours? Well, five is in my three hole. I like five just because that tee shot, how that dog legs left. Uh-huh. Um, and you get down there in that little gully. Um and there's a isn't there a big tree on the right a single yeah. tree if i remember right yeah like that's your aiming tree i do like that tee shot i like 14 a lot because you're like in that shoot right yeah with the trees i feel like that's a good that's a good par force tough you know it's i think what it's like a hybrid or a driving iron and you're perfect off of that right nothing nothing crazy and then um it's a it's a toss-up between nine because I'm trying to remember right. Nine is a little bit dogleg off the tee, but isn't it? Doesn't the green go down? Right? Doesn't the hole go down or no? Nine. Yeah. Um, nine coming in. But either way, I really enjoy that tee shot, and then it's tied with seventeen. I like that par five, even though it's a it's tough. But I like how you have to you know get your shot in between the bunkers, right? And then you got the water on the left. But it's a it's a fun tough par five that I like. Trying to remember nine's green. Is nine down? I feel like you got you tee off, right? But it, it, it the whole itself goes down. Like you're you're the yeah. tee box is above. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I do. Yeah, and then I believe you got bunkers both sides. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have bunkers on both sides. But it's like yeah, one of those yeah. nice yeah. driving holes. That nice visual yeah. off the tee. So I mean, I think like we've reiterated guys are going to have fun out there. I think it's a great course for the first event. Um, it's going to be really cool to see like, you know, just our guys out there, right. You know, whether you know anybody or don't know anybody look for the Chicago, you know, towels or, you know, I mean, you guys are all, most of you guys are going to be grouped together anyways in the tea times, you know? So, you know, start talking. Yeah. We won't uh, be disappointed. We already have a nice group lined up for like the first four spots. Um, you know, the first four available spots. So it'll be fun to see guys out there. Um, most those T sheets are filling up, man. So yeah, you know, all I can say is like honestly, go check out the T sheet, look at it. I mean, guys are jumping in as singles and it's really cool to see because you're gonna meet new people, new people to golf with. It's 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 pretty cool to see everybody taking advantage of that. And if you haven't looked at it, look at it, honestly. That that and playing with new people is always fun. And listen, nobody gives a shit if you're if you think you're not good enough to play with other people listen those same people aren't good enough either like we're just out here having a good time i mean look at our shots on saturday right i mean (laughs) who gives a shit as long as you have fun uh obviously everybody wants to go low but sometimes it just doesn't happen so it's nice to kind of play with you know other people that just enjoy the game as as well And, and speaking of merch route 
I have new merch app, which you do, you do. These bad boys will be in the pro shop, our pro shop, in the next probably two or three days. Yeah, I think they turned out good. Got a couple different versions. Be nice. Yeah. This is the Heather Blue. We got navy. Um, we have a scrap series hoodie. So new new merch will be in the pro shop this week. So be sure to check that out. I mean, it compliments that highlight, highlighter yellow shirt you got on underneath there, bud. That's right. That's so that the, the pedestrians can see me. <laughs> my highlighter. Um, but until next time, Rob, we'll, uh, we'll see you in the fairway. See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.